Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. This week, my guest host is Harry. Join us today as we discuss fatherhood and recovery and his recent experiences with that. Let's join the conversation. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Fatherhood. Fatherhood. So that... Because I know a lot about that. No, I'm kidding. Um, I know we were talking about te- we were when we were texting about like topics we were going to say. I, I mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a joke because I know you are a father for um, two years. She's two. Yeah, she's two. Did you always want kids? Like, how did this work? No. So I wasn't really sure whether I wanted to have uh-huh. kids or not. Um, I think there were times that I was close to the idea. There were times in my life I was open to the idea. Um, obviously, it takes another person. Yeah. To make a baby. Right. And um, never had, I've never been that great at relationships, so wasn't a ton of opportunities to have kids. Um, And uh, um, my wife got pregnant, um, like I had a couple of months clean at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was so happy. Really? Oh my God. I, I literally started crying when she, she just put the pregnancy test down in front of me and I just went, I was in tears. Oh my God. I know. So it's like you didn't know what you wanted till it was sitting right there. Mm-hmm. And then that's what you wanted. Yeah, I really had no idea. Wow. And then it changed even more when she was born. That was seeing my daughter being born was, I, you know, I can't put it into words. It's just something you have to experience. I don't know, to know if what I'm it's gonna, like. but yeah. I'm gonna have to ask you. I don't. It's getting to the point where you know God's gonna make that decision for me. So, it's, but I still, I'm like, do I? But I feel like if I feel like that, it's probably not. I should probably not do it. No, because that's how I felt. You did? Yeah, I felt that way too. I wasn't sure that's what I wanted to do. And um, when Emma was born, and I held her for the first time, and I was sitting there with her, the best way for me to describe it, and I've described it this way to people, is. Um, I would literally allow someone to let me on fire right now just so my daughter wouldn't get hurt. Like, I would let someone light me on fire to protect her. Wow. Yeah. That's what it's like. That's amazing. It's, yeah, that's what that's the feeling. Like, I would lay down in front of a bus and let it run over my head if that would save my daughter's life. Has it been difficult being, I mean, is there anything difficult about it? Like, Oh, my God. It, being a parent is the hardest thing I've ever done. It's, why? It's, like, tell, tell me why. I <laughs> know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and this is weird because you forget about it later on. But, and it seems like it was easy. But when a baby is a newborn, that shit is hard. Why? Because it's like a struggle to keep it, them alive. Fucking, and it's, No, it's and not it's, that hard to keep them alive. <laughs> but they're like waking up at night. You're not sleeping. You're in, it's like you haven't figured out how to live with a baby. You're stuck inside. And um, for me, being who I am, the depression set in. I had. Because you're stuck inside. I got, yeah, I got the postpartum depression, not my wife. Me. Wow, yeah. And um, yeah, it's really hard because it's like, it's, I called it the cave time. You're literally just in the cave. Right. All the time with the baby. You can't really go anywhere, you know. It's a, I, it, it was tough. How it long did that really last? Tough. Um, she started sleeping through the night, maybe around nine months old. So it was nine whole months of, yeah. of cave time. Yeah, kind of. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I had, a, I, had a, I had a relapse with just alcohol during that time. That was my last relapse. Um, is that because it was like in the house? 
No, just because it was it was convenient and mm-hmm. I could just run across the street and like chug a bunch of alcohol and come back home. Right. Okay. Or buy a big bottle at Costco and hide it in the garage and then go in the garage and drink it and then come back in. Oh, and I've right. never, ever had that relationship with alcohol ever, ever. So it was kind of a new thing for me with alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of showed me that it um, doesn't really matter what the substance is. Yeah. That just was like, the one I picked up like all those years ago. So. Just trying to treat my depression, really. It's really what it is. Right. And then, so once she comes out of the cave period, like once the nine months are over, it gets easier? It does. Yeah, they start to develop a personality. They start running around. They start walking. Um, They start doing super cute stuff. They start doing super not cute stuff. (laughs) They just start doing stuff, right? And it's it's fun. And especially now, if she's turning two, like uh, she's really starting to do stuff. Is it fun? Is it, it is funny? fun. It's hilarious and it's aggravating and it's all of that all at one at the same time. It's, Do you and your wife have like a, a good relationship? To, I mean, not only a good relationship, but I mean a good trade-off type thing where she takes care of some things and you take care of the other or she's yeah. done this for three hours and now it's your turn. Is that how it works? Yeah. So like when we first were starting um, and I was still, I still hadn't started um, my second job. So I had a lot more time. I was, me and my wife were home with the baby for 18 months. Working from home. Oh, okay. So um, I think that was really great for Emma, um, having the two of us there. Right. And um, I think good for us, too. Like, we really both have bonded with her very, very closely. And, yeah, she had things she took care of, and I had things I took care of. Um, You know, I'm definitely the diaper guy. She doesn't even like Allison changing her diapers. She goes crazy when Allison tries to change her diapers. She wants me to do it. You're kidding. Yeah. That's amazing. I know. (laughs) <laughs> it's weird. I'm the diaper guy. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, you know, it's been hard for her when I've been, uh, when I started, um, when I got back into nursing again, I was um, working full time. So I haven't been home a lot, but that's changing soon. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. So, yeah, um, being a father, um, yeah, even being a father, there was that short relapse in there, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm an alcoholic and it's all about me. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, I was like, you know, it was one of those weird relapses that didn't last very long. And it was kind of like I was able to nip it in the bud kind of quickly. And there wasn't a ton of damage that happened. Good. Yeah. Yeah. They get like that. I know. Like my very last one was like two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I did, you know, what a normal person would be like, oh, my God, you did that. But to me, that was nothing compared to everything I'd done in the past. It was just two weeks. And I was like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Yeah. And then, yeah. But so it's, it's different because now you have this person who depends on you. Totally. And it's, you know, you have to put that into consideration when you're thinking about relapsing, right? That's got to. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. She's kind of a part of you. She's like an extension of you almost. So it's like, it, it, yeah, it, that's... it's almost like hurting her. Does it feel like that? It does. Um, but, you know, um, like they say in meetings all the time, you can't get sober for other people, right? Right. It doesn't work. Like, we got to be sober for ourselves. So whether or not I have a daughter, um, I think I'm equally at risk mm-hmm. for using oh, and yeah. drinking. Um, yeah, even the love for my daughter doesn't trump the fact that I'm an alcoholic, which is scary. Well, one day I... she can be an alitot. 
<laughs> That's what my dad used to take me, and it was a punishment. Like, I ended up wanting to just go to AA with him because I hated Alatox. I didn't want to be around other little kids because I thought I was cool. That's no. so funny because I grew up in AA, too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, I did not realize that. My mother and my aunt and my grandmother all went to AA when I was a kid. That is so funny. Yeah, because I remember, like, with my dad, like, you can, you're either going to sit in the meeting and be quiet or you're going to go in there with the other little kids and Alatot. And I was like, fine, I'll sit in the meeting. Yeah, there's a, there's a pancake breakfast meeting in the hate. Um, it's on Hate Street in this uh, sober. It's like in a in a recovery home, and I can't remember what it's called. But I used to go there as a kid, and I went there as a full grown recovering alcoholic as well. Wow. Same meeting, same time. And I remember like I remember sitting in that room and watching the 1985 Super Bowl, Bears versus Patriots. Oh don't my ask god! Me, don't ask <laughs> me why I remember yeah. that, but I do. <sighs> and like, and I just you know, and then I was back at that place as an adult going to meetings and like wow this is really strange that is so bizarre but you know aa abides right it does it totally does yeah it's, it's just, like the big lebowski it's always there for you it is no matter what i know that's can, what's so great you can go to mississippi louisiana you can go anywhere and aa is waiting you could you. literally treat aa like the worst thing on the planet and trash it and mess it up and do whatever you want with your relationship with aa and it's always there for you no matter what exactly yeah the best relationship ever mm-hmm If you would like to contact us, our email is radiorehab at gotoproductions. That's go-toproductions.com. Our phone number is 415-496-9511. And you can find us in all the places at Radio Rehab Dana. Join us tomorrow as Harry and I discuss pet loss and recovery. It's a tough one. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back.